Hello everyone and welcome back to the Simple Down Podcast. As always, we are here to talk about things that help us simplify our lives from within. And this is an episode that I promised a long time ago, you know, that we have this voting poll thing on Spotify where you choose the next topic. And this one was a winner a long time ago, but it's also the one that I couldn't publish because after recording it, I was listening to it and I just heard that I was not coming from a from an aligned place, so to say. So I, I decided to do it again today, hopefully better this time. Um, but what initially inspired me to rethink our relationship with improvement was this realization that the majority of people around me were actually approaching self-improvement not from a place of self-love and self-respect, but from a pressure to fix themselves. And of course, while thinking about it, I had to admit that, well, I was in that same position not that long ago, so I was sort of tapping into my own experiences as well. So we have the words improvement or betterment on one side and fixing on the other. What is the difference? That is the question. And I will not quote any dictionaries here. We only care about what's the difference in real life. I think for us, for our podcast, a good distinction would be related to what we usually talk about, and that is self-esteem. You know how everything in this universe carries energy and words are no exception. Actually, words are one of the more powerful transmissions of energy each of us interact with every single day. So what words we use to craft our sentences or what words we choose to let into our minds affects us much more deeply than what we realize consciously, you know, while being stuck in our daily busyness. So. As I see it, you would want to improve something to make something better if you already think that it's not that bad. It can be pretty good. Like, this plan was pretty good. How could we improve it? Or, I look pretty good today. What's missing? How can I look even better? The motivation to improve something comes from your belief in that something you see the potential in it, you see, you know, that it's worthwhile. So it's rooted in good, positive and hopeful energy. So if that something you believe in is yourself, for example, you are much more likely to be mindful of your needs whilst in process of improvement. You would be more likely to treat yourself with respect during the process and therefore you would enjoy the process itself much more. Also, you would be much less likely to partake in negativity or in extreme behaviors because you value so much what you already have or who you are in this case or that simply you are, right? Now, if we say that we want to fix ourselves, fix our lives, fix our relationships or fix anything that is not an inanimate object, that approach is rooted in fear and shame. We may fear that we're not good enough, that we're not lovable, or that we're basically failures at something or everything. Because you want to fix something that you believe is broken, right? And if something is broken, then it's not valuable in our society, or at least that's what we've learned to believe. So if we approach self-improvement through this mindset of fixing, for looking for problems and fixing them, that can be taken as a clear indicator of how we feel about ourselves, of how our self-worth is doing. 
I know that these days, at least in the Western media, people have become much more sensitive to the words we use. Um, there's a lot more mindfulness about what words we should use and shouldn't use. So it's not as common as it used to be to see articles telling you about you know, how to fix this and that about yourself. But even though we've become more mindful of the words we should use, the mental shift doesn't, it doesn't feel genuine. It doesn't feel like it really clicked to us in the subconscious. It's more like something we've learned, like a learned behavior, but it's, it's like reciting something that we memorize. Like, no, I shouldn't say it like that. It's not right. But then your subconscious manifests through your actions of fixing anyway. And this is exactly the thing that I was seeing, that people's motivations behind their actions were showing a mass culture of fixing that is still doing splendidly, didn't go anywhere. Um, it can look like people having a difficult relationship with their appearance and going to extremes in order to alleviate the discomfort their appearance gives them. It can even look like hypochondriacs um, constantly looking for ailments that they may have so that they can fix themselves. And like some people even use therapy as a way to scratch that itch for fixing. And you may disagree with me and whether that is true or not, it doesn't matter at all. My intention here is to bring awareness to the roots of our intentions. The energy of fixing goes hand in hand with low frequencies of judgment, of comparison and lack. And like I mentioned before, it, its roots are basically in shame. Shame is considered to be one of the most negative energies and the lowest frequencies out there, which makes sense looking at how deeply it affects us, right? There's place for shame in the world. I don't think anything exists without a purpose. Yet, while shame can help you learn what is right and wrong, at the end of the day, it should be a guideline and not something that makes you feel less of a human being. Because you cannot ascend as a human being if you're stifled in constant negative energy and low frequencies dragging you down. So, even if there's shame, there should also be love and acceptance in a person's life for them to move forward, for them to get better and flourish as a human being. Also, absolutely unsurprisingly, the emotion of love has a very high frequency, very, very positive energy. So if you're usually stuck deep down in the low frequencies, for you to just randomly go all the way up to the highest frequencies, to the energy of love without changing your thought patterns, without changing what you consume and surround yourself with. If I'm being very positive, the chances are really, really low. If we're being realistic, it's not really possible. And that's how people get stuck in life. They get stuck thinking that they need to make grand gestures to fix themselves while in reality, they just need to love themselves a little more than they did yesterday. Like even 0.000001% or even compared to last year. It doesn't matter. What matters is moving forward. Even if you do all the things that are praised and celebrated and whatnot in the self-improvement industry, even if you read all of the books, even if you do all of the classes, courses, and I don't know what else is there, it's really not what you do, but how you approach it. With what motivation and energy are you building yourself up? We have made this 
loving yourself sounds so complicated, so layered, so abstract. Like, do I love myself or am I just pretending to love myself because I want to love myself in the future? I don't know. You will probably do both many times interchangeably. It's really not a switch that you just, you know, turn on and it's on forever and just like, yay, I did it. Life is perfect now. But what really could help you is to think of it as a staircase. You can climb up or down or stay put where you are. It's totally fine. Obviously, on some days, you will fall down some stairs, um, but the stairs will still be there the next day. You can still get up and climb again. And yes, it is easier to go down the stairs like in real life. But let's just say that this is a special staircase and you will feel better and better and even better with each step that you climb up. So the steps will look like positive thoughts, not dwelling on negative thoughts, letting them pass and be gone. And this is something that helped me in my journey. I decided that thinking about how badly I feel is really not serving me. It 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 really literally doesn't give me anything. Um, so what else can I do? So as soon as I would get the first sensations of that feeling I usually get, I would just not dwell on it. And I would say to myself that I'm fine. I know my body is healthy. I know my body is capable of experiencing everything that my soul came here to experience. There is nothing to be afraid of. And I would just focus on something nice, you know, because it's not a real emotion. It's just something that my brain learned to do. It's basically a habit of my brain that formed throughout many years. So I just stopped minding it. You know, you want to do this? Go ahead. I'm fine. And it's actually been working for me. It just stops that habit of my brain in its tracks and I can redirect my attention more easily. So the other steps on the frequency staircase will look like expecting the best, believing and trusting yourself. And even if you fail, because failure is not a reason to not trust yourself. It's a good reason to learn something new. And you can even manually tune yourself to higher frequencies with high frequency sounds and music, which by the way, you can find all of the solfeggio frequencies on Spotify and on a million other places probably. And as you climb up, there's this really fun and interesting thing that happens. The negative energy, low frequency things that were normal to you before, like thoughts, content, habits, people, they start to feel kind of repulsive as you get higher and higher on the staircase. You can literally start to feel how badly something will drag you down if you engage with it right now. And I think this happens once you have some sort of a higher frequency already established as your base. So it becomes more difficult to fall back, which is great. This is what we want, definitely. Um, but overall, you know, whether you choose to follow the staircase idea or not, whether you choose to create more love or not, if your goal is to move forward in life with good energy to see yourself grow, you will need to stay open to the lessons that the universe wants you to learn. Whether they're good or bad, they're all meaningful. They all come with purpose, as do you. You know, you were never broken. You are simply in the process that you were born for. So I hope you find the beauty in the process of yours. 
But that's all for today. Um, if you're interested in picking the next topic, go ahead and vote in the poll here on Spotify and be heard. Also see the show notes for some reflective prompts. I'm really curious to know whether you use them, so drop me a message if you do. Otherwise, don't forget to subscribe and leave a five-star review if you enjoyed the episode. Thank you all for listening. As always, love you guys and until next time.